Good evening and welcome to the first day four at night. 99 and frank we're coming in hot we're kicking it off over 100 live viewers to kick things off might be a record for day four usually they gradually work their way in as they get their morning started but now we're we're ending the evening with day four number 99 two times in one day what better could you ask for (laughs) how have you been for the last 12 hours frank i've been good i i uh I, I've been messing around. I painted some um I painted some jerk baits and uh they're they're really cool, they're very subtle, very they're very lifelike. Um and um I I was messing around with them today, actually. Can you show any of those right off the hopper? Any secret colors or are those are those not it wouldn't be quarantined, what would it be called when you when you're not allowed to show it? To classify. Classified is the word I'm thinking for. Well, but you're allowed to you're allowed to have classified things these days. So you, you know they're not classified. <laughs> I'm gonna have to oh my gosh. It is day they're four not, in the evening. It's night. They're not classified. These are my personal my personal stash. All right. And, well, can you show one? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna see. I don't know if this is gonna if these these pearls are gonna show up, um, because the lighting in here and that but shows I, up on my end. Okay, so it's got it's it has a subtle blue. Well, let me let me move my hand. It has a subtle blue pearl on the side, and it and it transfers the blue flips to purple. Hold on, there it is, and the blue flips to purple. Yeah. Got it. And my background flake, it's tra- semi-transparent, and my background flake is pewter and silver. And this this shad pattern just looks alive. That is a work of art. So so when that thing, when you're pausing it, twitching it, popping it, and it's rolling, it's it's like it's like oh, a dis- it, disco ball down there. It's 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 just it, if you ever seen a bait fish in the water, and you know that they reflect all kinds of different pearls. Yeah. And so that's what this is. Th- this is actually on a squad minnow, but the ones that I really love are on the old uh, Excalibur TX3s. Um, I really love this bait here. Oh, you can see the, look at that. You can see that so good right now. Yeah, that's quality. And the uh, quintessential gut bag for all you so listeners. So how long does that take? You start with a blank. There's nothing on it. How long does it take to go from nothing to that? That's my that's my question. Well, you know, the, uh, oddly enough, um, I had this idea down, and I got a new new pearl that it, it's not a it's not a true it's not a true flip flake. Um, what it does is it as the bait moves, it changes color from let from uh, violet to blue. Um, and I wanted to experiment with it. So, um, before I actually started painting the baits, I actually laid out some colors and I tried it over black. I tried it over gray. I tried it over clear just to see, um, you know, just to see what it does on different backgrounds. And so then I tried, then I tried it out on, if I dusted the bait with, um, a pewter metallic and a silver metallic, how would it react and dude it looks 
I wish you guys could see these in person because they look real. Like if I, if I held them all in my hand and just said, Hey, the shatter running, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, they look like bait fish. So, um, to answer to your question, cause I'm bloviating, bloviating, um, yeah. I painted five of these baits. It probably took me two hours from nothing. You start from nothing. Yeah. I say I sanded them all down. Cause these were pre-painted. Um, as you know, you can't get TX threes anymore. Um, so I sanded them down. That takes a long time. Um, and, and I sanded down the squad minnows. Uh, so that's the biggest time suck unless I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. If I, if I, if I, if I don't have the idea in my head, half the time it's trying to figure out my colors, my, what I'm going to lay over, what, what pearls do I want to be accentuated? Which ones do I want to be subdued in the background? That, that kind of thought process takes a minute. I like Doug's idea. You need to call it Frank's fantasy factory. <laughs> that could get us in a lot of trouble. <laughs> did you, well, no, did you, uh, did you ever listen to the Rob Deer debt? Well, no, of course you didn't. Cause I mean, unless unless it was odd, unless Frankie listened to it. Oh, Frankie listened, watched it, and so did Fantasy Factory with Rob Deerdeck, where he basically was like, "Hey, I'm you know a business man. I like to have fun." And they did the MTV show Fantasy Factory, where they basically had it and did whatever they wanted in the factory. I like yeah. Frank's Fantasy Factory, strictly from a fishing related standpoint. It's got a catchy ring. It has a catchy ring to it. It does. All right, so. uh no real structure to tonight's show. The, the, the main thing was there's a, a lot of people who listen at 8.30 in the morning every Thursday. But there's also a lot of people who don't have the opportunity or the ability to because of job, work, time, whatever, to where right. they can't get on and ask you questions. We get those in the DMs. We get those via email. We get those on the YouTube comments. So as we, uh, as we rapidly approach show number 100... We thought, well, what what better way than to interact with more of the listeners and viewers who really make the show? I mean, we've done shows strictly off of, hey, I'd like to know about this. I run it by right. you. You say that's a great idea. Boom, we got an hour show out about it. Uh, so that's kind of the plan. So, if, so if you have questions, if you have comments, if you want to interact through the instant feedback uh, on YouTube through the comment section, I'll be going through. You can see, you know, I can throw up the comments. I see it all here. Do you have the scrolling comments on your end? I know that that's a feature where you can see it, but I also know that sometimes I, shu you, I shut them off. You shut them off because you're not the uh, you, you don't want to multitask. Well, what it is is then I start paying attention to them, and I don't want to lose my train of thought when I get on a roll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's pretty much every show. So uh, we do have a little bit of structure. We're going to go through. We're going to drop some details on the oh, color yeah. seven. You have yours there. What is that? Is that a cheat? What was that? That was um, just a, a few reminders of me on some promotions for the hundredth episode. Okay. And I don't have the color seven up here. Um, okay. Well, that's the number one question. The, the number one question. I looked back. This is over a year and a half in the mid. Do you think we need to retell the story of color seven and how this? Yes. Sought after spook. How many are actually? Well, they're okay. actually, are they, are they actually in existence now? They're done. They're ready to drop. They're just waiting for next week. Yeah. They're just waiting on okay. us. Um, we got to, I'm big on the screen. We got to do the dual tan. You don't like being big on the screen. It's day four with uncle Frank, man. No, I don't, I don't mind when I have something to, um, talk about show. All right. See, you also, you're also not a fan of this. 
No, I don't like that, dude. You're, I'm a, you're a creature of ha- you're lefty. I didn't know you were a lefty. All the greatest are. I'm just saying. Do you reel your spinning reel with your left hand I, or your I, right? I, I fish ambidextrously. Really? Yeah, I can fish either hand. I can throw a bait caster either hand. But I fit, but truthfully, I'll tell you guys something crazy. I fish right handed and I shoot right handed. Oops. Uh, I put a holy cow. I need to phone. No, I put a uh, I put a I put a uh, Instagram post out. I put an Instagram post out reminding people that we would be uh, live tonight. And I was just making sure that that went through. And it did. Have you have you ever done that where you like turn your phone on and you're like and it's just an awkward noise like at a supermarket line or something? No. Anyway. <laughs> How's how's that for cutting? Apparently, the that's it. Well, you're still you still use a flip phone, so I guess that's it. <laughs> All right, where were we? We're color number seven. We're going to give a brief rundown because I'm sure we'll go way into it next week on on how it came. But there's, I think there's a lot of people who who know about this color, but the right. actual kind of story of how it came to be. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, well, let me start, and then you can pick up where you come into play here because it was really it. your. Well, it was you. It was you that made that comment. Okay, so I started it off. So, well, actually, Jeffrey started it off by slipping in the locker room. Right. <laughs> if we really, right. if we really want to get down to the guts you, of how yeah. this started, it right. started with a. With, I, I, we can't laugh when we tell the story. Okay. It's not funny. No, but it you, really it, isn't. And you and you, but you didn't hesitate for the joke, like you you. But I waited six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can't laugh at this. You got to stop laughing, Uncle Frank. This it's is serious fault. stuff. It's your fault. Okay, so a couple years ago, Jeffries, their teammate state, he he might be on. We might have a Mark Jeffries. He is scouting a basketball team right now. He's like, well, I'll be at the school, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you, do you have a cell phone with cell service? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, then you can come on. So I sent him then the get link. It, yeah, get it. I sent him the link. So long story short, Jeffries. Team makes state. They're not supposed to. This is what, two years ago or three? Yeah, it was a couple years ago. And they weren't supposed to. Like, like the reality of it was, was they were decent, but there was no way they were going to make it. And they kept. But they made it. Winning. <laughs> so they made we, it. We can't laugh at this. This is so in the crowding achievement of Mark Jeffrey's coaching career, he storms into the locker room post win where the kids had been celebrating by spraying water bottles like champagne bottles. And all, and all over the locker room floor and Jeffrey's yard sales it. And it got real bad. Like there, it was very bad. He hit his head and backwards. He flipped backwards. Yes. And was out and helicopter and the whole nine yards. And it was a couple days before we figured out what was going on and whether he was going to, I mean, it, it was, was bad. It was, it was serious. It was the most scariest thing I've ever, I've ever been through with someone like that. Kind of right. close to me. I mean, he's a weird brother, father, boss friend mentor tormentor he's your your world (laughs) yeah yeah, let's not go let's not go that far anyway so so we we had a little hiatus from bto and then i came back and did some shows on myself well eventually it's like hey he's gonna survive he's he's cognitive the doctor's like holy cow there's there's nothing there's because he's got ms as well right so they were like what is this gonna do scary it was it was scary but he comes back and he's still jeffrey so thank god right 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 and i don't know why but we're doing a day four there and he comes back with his first day four and it's hey mark 
Jeffries. Welcome to day four. You rock music player. And it's the old, it's the old Jeffries. It's the mark we know and love. Right. And I just said something to the effect of, thank God. Yeah, I, thought, I, know, I know exactly I, what you said. All I said was, thank God. I thought you were going to come back and be like, my favorite color is seven. And I was like horrified when he said that because I'm like, that's way too soon, dude. That is way too soon. But it wasn't because Mark's okay now, thank God. Yes. And he's it actually was doing great. Funny. It uh, was the funniest thing. I split my sides laughing so hard. And and he took it in stride and continued, you know, continued to get better. And now he's dominating. He's loving life, enjoying life, doing what he's always wanted to do out recruiting, right. putting together a top 10 team at, at SNU in the bowling department, both men's and women's. And, uh, but I thought that was kind of the end of it or anything. Well, that's kind of where, where Frank picks up unbeknownst to us. And that's kind of where you take over this portion. Of this yeah. Story. So I, I wanted to do a color cause Mark, remember when he talked about the orange spooks, they were like, yeah, uh, you know, they, they were like construction cone orange. And Let they me actually, see if I can pull this up. Cause they actually talking. weren't even spooks. What it was, was it something for catfish. That looked just like a spook, okay? So so Mark bought up like six of them. And so he was going on and on and on about this orange, you know, cone, you know, spook thing. And and so I, I you know, I listened when they talk. And then he talked about per, the purple car he had. Remember in the beginning, Matt, when you guys had the purple car for uh, Bass Zone or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he had a uh, – it wasn't a purple car. He had a uh... – a Chevy Avalanche that was yeah. wrapped purple and yellow. Right. So I wanted to incorporate this into the color, but also Mark was, he did BTL for uh, 17 years. So on, on the bait, there's, you know, 17 dashes of orange on the side. I got the purple gradient. I got a little bit of, um, you know, orange gold on the cheeks. So, so basically I incorporated a lot of stuff in this, but I also wanted it to be able to like legitimately be fished and actually have an opportunity to catch something on it. So that was, that's how I incorporated the design. And then I had a little, um, you know, red pearl number seven on the chin for the red color underneath the chin. Um, yeah, you know, so there there's it is. 17 dashes in in BTL in original bass zone orange. Correct. Correct. And, and OK, so this is where the this is where the colors kind of come from in an ode to Jeffrey. So at the top of here, you'll see this when you're in studio because the uh, uh, the camera will be out. You'll be like right here. So you'll get to see the entire studio and not just the the single. But here we go. OK, these are. These are some of the original gaudy hats that Jeffrey's created. So, like, this one is purple, black, and <laughs> yellow bill. So, so this one's yellow, purple, black bill, white under. And this is purple bill, yellow, Z, white, and black with a purple under bill. Perfect. Anyway, so if you look at the color seven, there you have it. The the color schemes are in there. And then under the throat. And then under the throat, I got the the little pearl red seven. 
but we didn't know you were going to do this. No. And I didn't know at the time that I was going to try to incorporate all this stuff in there. And the thing I had to do is kind of base it off of memory because I didn't call you guys to ask you the questions because I didn't want you to know I was doing it. There you go. But yeah, so that bait is, is we're going to make it available and we'll announce it on uh, next week. So that was like a year and a half ago. And then you learned the process of going through the corporate side of getting a bait from concept and just a color to market. Right. And here, and, and here's the important thing to, to realize uh, that color had to be spot on from the factory. Uh, because there's a lot of meaning in all the colors in that particular bait. And so that was a process because <clears throat> there's a lot of times where I paint with paints and stuff that, that uh, they don't actually use. So it was very critical to get it exact. And they did a great job. They did a fantastic job with that. So that's the, that's the story behind color number seven. We're also we're also got a lot of other things planned. Um, I, I will I will say this. Um, we're gonna do another. I'm gonna do another um, hard knocker giveaway. Oh really? I didn't realize there yeah. were only 300 of those colors available on LureNet. On the um, color seven or the hard no knockers? on the hard knocker colors. Uh, there may be more than that. On I thought I just listened, watched a video of the dude from LureNet who said there's only 300 of them. Was well, I may, may, was no, I maybe no, no, not if you saw it on a video. Does it surprise me? Well, that's 300 times 24. I got gotcha. you. You know I what I mean? So, but at, but at any rate, so we're I'm going to give another set away. I have a full set here. Oh, and by the way, the winner. Um, uh, I sent you the email, Tyler. I mailed those out this, this afternoon. God, at, you're making me look bad at noon on the dot. You're making me look 12 o'clock on the dot. They went out and you should have them in four days, 300 per color and size. Correct. Yeah. Patrick, what's up, dude? Shout out to my homie at the plant. Patrick. So he, so Patrick knows what's up. He knows everything. Okay. Uh, so how many color number seven? So where, when are we dropping them? We're dropping them after the show. We're going to, we're going to drop them after the show because I don't want all you guys leaving the show. Well, yeah, it's just smart. <laughs> and then, and then how many of them are there? I believe 300. How long will those last? Do you think? I'm do you betting, think they'll sell out? I'm betting they last an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Let's do. Will you have any way to know when they sell out? Because I think we need to make a you know we need what? to make a five dollar bet over under on how long. Okay, it takes. Patrick, I'm leaning on you right now since you're since you're live and on fire with us. Is there any way for me to know when they sell out? Because Frank, I think we need to make a. Uh, I don't. I don't know whether to go minutes or hours. It might be minutes. Well, okay, but but here here because what are we like doing an over and under thing? <laughs> No, no, no. We're just guessing. It's going to let's do a price is price is right, but you can go over. It's not like the closest, but stays under. And then just the closest to the actual number of minutes. Okay. But cold, I, but cold it, beer from Bricktown Brewery while you're here. 
If, oh, if you they mean, sell you mean out. A per, you mean a personal bet between you and I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Whatever you want. I, I thought we were going to maybe make that a contest. No, no. To, it take too long. Yeah, no. I, it's uh, That'd be too complicated. We All got right. through. We just got through a 300 entry contest where I had to pick a name out of the hat and it went flawlessly. Let's not push our luck. Okay. So you, you and I will have a personal bet. Anything you want, I don't care. Well, I just said a, 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 let's do a Bluesberry Ale draft from Bricktown Brewery just down the road. Fair. Are you a blueberry guy? Dude, I drink freaking regular beer. Okay. You need to try Bluesberry Ale from Bricktown Brewery. Okay. So you don't know me very well. Meat and potatoes, regular beer. I don't do the craft beers. I don't do the, you know, Coors Light, Labatt Blue. Steak and potatoes. Okay. What do you do? Are you a sweet tea or unsweet? Because I know up there that sweet tea is not a given. Um, I'm are a you no, a tea guy? I'm, I'm a no tea guy. I'm really? a coffee guy. Yeah, so I, I need I need coffee because you're going to be doing the show in the studio here. So any specific coffee? I got a bunch of different Black oh. Rifle. Yo, that's what I drink at home is Black okay. Rifle. We're good. Black yeah. Rifle coffee, Coors. Just- yeah, black, just black coffee. And water. There you go. And steak and potatoes. Yeah, whatever, man. I just filled my, I got a freezer and I bought a quarter of a cow and just filled the freezer three days ago and uh, cooked some of the steaks up today. I, I made some fillets for my wife mm-hmm. and me and Frankie had some sirloins and um, I think Frankie ate two pounds of steaks by himself. <laughs> that's thir- 60 that's 32 ounces that's doable uh all right write a number down <laughs> write a number down and then i'll write my number down and then we'll see either minutes or hours whichever one I- I'll- i'm gonna go hours and minutes okay okay i wrote it down oh am i gonna have to show it up on the thing no 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 i just want to say you have it right down oh i have it written down all right Go for it. I, I've got two hours and seven minutes. I have three and a half. Okay. I extended it. I chicken shit it out because I extended it. No, that's fair. All right. You have I mean, two. We've, we've you, talked about it enough. If this thing doesn't sell out, we got some issues, Frank. <laughs> no, no, we just have to renegotiate the contract in the opposite direction. <laughs> no, it doesn't sell out. We just have giveaways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of which, are there going? Did you say? Do you want to announce that there there will be a couple of giveaways of those on next week's show? Um, is that no, next gonna, week's show? Did you not want to talk about that? Where I want to, I want to have some surprises for next week. Okay. Well, that's a tease then. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's something special about him. There's something. We'll just special say that. So, right. so you're gonna hit it. You're gonna hit it with that. Yeah, I have. I have something. I have okay. something. And he says they better get it on standby for LureNet. <laughs> JB Juice Newton thinks they'll be gone in an hour. Mark oh, C optimistically says ten minutes. Well, Frankie, my son said fifteen minutes. Scott Waters thirty minute tops. <laughs> Patrick, one hour and ten minutes. Uh, Kirk believes that we're going to crash the LuraNet site. Sweet. 
It's going to crash the site now. Dad's got 20 20 minutes minutes max. All right. So do you, you've got some stuff for uh, next week's show that I don't even know about. Right. And I, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to get in specifics. It's called a tease. That's what not getting into specifics is. We're not going to get into specifics, but I have a special, I have a special, special, um, discount for the listeners, uh, for, that that'll go for one week and then i have another special thing for you guys um which will go much longer than that and then um of course the color seven and then i then I, as i said earlier i have a, another complete set of uh, hard knockers and one knockers that we're going to give away okay do we have any idea of what the price for the color seven will be when it drops regular price of the of the uh, spook so regular price yeah it's going to be the regular price of the spook and no discounts apply to that okay dude that's the steal of the century yeah it's it's spectacular and they and they did such a good job painting it i i'm so impressed with that that. would be under heading correct it would in fact be and and the exact model would be a heading one knocker oh it's the one knocker Yes. Why can't I? Oh, Hedden One Knocker Spook. Eight forty nine. There you have it. So as long as it's the same, it'll be as long as it's the same. There will be eight. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be. It'll be right in that same vicinity. That's my cheap disclaimer. Right. <laughs> so, okay. We'll figure out the details later. Cause like I said, if you're listening to the show, if you're not, I've gotten a couple emails about people who are like, Hey, you know, I won't be able to, I mean, I would suggest you have a, a family member or someone who does have access. Yeah. Get to either on, be get, waiting. Get after it. But if you don't, hopefully if it does sell out, we were being optimistic here. Don't say it. If it does sell out, is there a chance that they'll ever be available again? There should be. I mean, well, there's always that possibility. I would like to. I would like to have it in rotate, like a, a, a color, like the seven. Like it's, hey, you go on the one knocker site, you could buy. Like that would be cool. And it's a possibility. We can't rule anything out in this game of life. All right, we're not ruling things out. Okay, uh, I'm texting Jeffries now to see. Oh, he didn't even respond. I sent him the link. He's high hatting us. Well, he's you know he's on a recruiting mission. He has another job. No, he's on a scouting mission. A scouting mission. There you go. That's okay. Did we cover seven thoroughly enough? We covered seven super thorough. All right. So, okay, guys, did you? If you listen, if you guys like this morning's episode, um, go, make sure you go check out that uh. Make sure you go check out that video on LureNet Bait School, um, uh, the the deep dive video I did on LureNet. There's a few things in that video that weren't covered in in this morning's show, um, so you'll want to check that out. And if you guys have questions, now remember, um, you're going to have to type in your questions, and we would like to do a lot of questions and answers. And, you know, it could be anything you want, um, whatever. No waypoints. <laughs> no, no personal info. Jeffries is claiming that he has barely one bar. 
Okay. He he would not accept that answer from me. Well, you know, some. So I just said Wi-Fi question mark. I mean, he's in a gym. What <laughs> do you think? It's a, what is he playing in a 1950s gym? Is he scouting the Hoosiers? <laughs> I'm just, oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> what are they? Are they wearing thigh huggers and three pointers? Are illegal? Exactly. Layups exactly. only. <laughs> yeah, no three point line. They didn't make it up yet. He said it's a closed network. Okay, well we'll That's have to get right. him on. So his, you know what his answer was when I told him that we were doing this because I knew we had class. He goes, oh, "I'll just jump on during class." I was like, "Is that legal?" He's like, "Yeah, they don't care." <laughs> what a great precedence for the kids <laughs> that's what kids, i said put your cell phones down and pay attention while except i do these, this except for these 10 minutes free reign on instagram right while i go on while i do this uh podcast that's i mean fantastic. i do know where he is it is a it is very rural that's fantastic so we are going to get to watch him play though one evening and yeah, he, he's, that's another thing. He still refuses me to give me the dang schedule for when you're here. That's okay. I asked him for it too. Did he give it to you? No, I, you know, it's all about the tease. That's <laughs> it. Said, just, William Clark, Jeffries can figure out live before anyone else, but can't figure out how to turn <laughs> on Wi Fi. <laughs> it's so true, too. I mean, it's so true. A team Holy just... cow. 111 threes in a game. What? Some team. I'm assuming that's a high school team. Oh, yeah. Has to be. Has to be. Mandatory five passes before a shot. He takes wow. this stuff seriously. Uh, all right. Uh, let's do a little planning for the 100 show, and then we will dive. We're a half an hour in. Uh, we've bloviated enough. We will dive right into to viewer questions. So I have the power to scroll up and down here. If you have a question over any of the past 98 episodes, something that you've just been dying to ask Uncle Frank, uh, something in a past show, a recent show, whatever, open season. And I'm going to hit you. You don't know what's coming or what direction it's coming from. Sound fair? It's fair. I'm just going to say, Ryan Hartman, keep it real, dude. <laughs> All right. Michael, Michael's question is, how do you is, spell bloviate? Matt, get on the computer and look, because I don't even know. I think it's uh, B-L-O-V-I-A-T-E. But I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Bloviate. That's I said, to talk at length, especially in an inflated or empty way. And it was, wasn't it uh, derived from Cleveland? Didn't you find that out? Uh, really? I don't remember. I, I thought you did. I thought that was what was so funny about it. To speak a lot in an annoying way as if you were very important. <laughs> <laughs> the Cambridge definition to speak a lot in an annoying way as if you are very important. That's the next shirt. Bloviate with the day four logo under it. We'll, we'll oh. do that in like six months. Yeah, uh, agreed. It has to come it out. Just, just bloviate. Nothing. Just Nothing bloviate else. Just... with just a small day four logo underneath. Black t-shirt, white, bloviate in quotation marks. <laughs> That's money, dude. That is money. I had never heard of that word until you brought it up. Oh, I am. I, dude, I, I have, I have a, I'm a plethora of knowledge. <laughs> what are you looking up now? Bloviate. Oh, Same thing. all right. So the game plan for when you're here, uh, you're rolling in on when Wednesday or Tuesday. I'm going to, I'm going to actually get in on 
Wednesday evening. Okay. So Wednesday evening, we'll probably have a, uh, we'll honestly have a pre-production meeting. So we'll get in, we'll test everything. We'll make sure we're good to go. We'll have kind of a game plan. um, And then we'll work on fishing tackle. Well, mine's done and ready. I just re-spooled today. Okay, well, we'll get a game plan because we go 8.30 a.m. Central Time show number 100. Frank will be sitting literally right here across from me. Look, I've got, I think I can. It's scary. It's scaring me to be there. I can change it. There's your microphone. Ooh. There's your seat right there. That's you. I will have that wall a little bit more. What did you put a thumbtack on my seat, dude? No, that's a computer. Okay. That's my laptop. That I've been trying to figure things out. But there's your mic. There's your seat right there. I'll have these computers pushed in. You'll be the first in-studio guest. Uh, the first in-studio guest of BTO. Because Bradley's frantically trying to make sure he's dialed in for blue trophies and classic qualification for the Elite Series. So Perfect. the hot seat is all yours. Uh, so then Thursday, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, we go live. Probably an extended show. Uh well, we got to talk about something. We, we're going to reminisce about the Pat. Well, wh- let's plan on what we want to talk about on the 100 show. We haven't talked about that. Well, heck, let's throw it up to the viewers. Uh, yeah. What do you guys want to hear about on the 100 show? Let me pull a piece of uh, Sunline Hotline is not up, folks. It is a pain in the butt to get. I You don't want to know the IT work I've been. Yeah, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to get that. Stuff. Yeah, we'll have to get that up and running, but. When, right. when you can't. What, what are your thoughts? I, I think we need a, a recap of maybe the top top three stories. Top three stories. Do I have to write this down? I'm not taking notes, dude. This is nighttime. I'm taking notes, dude. All right, good. Uh, we will run the sizzle reel. That's a great idea, Kurt. The hundredth show that's sizzle so reel. Hundredth <laughs> show sizzle reel. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, I would like you to bring what you think are your best hand-drawn maps that you've ever done like ones that you're really proud of that you kept really you've got a list don't do you have a what about this one (laughs) that's a pretty good one (laughs) that has no color on it that's because this was the uh black and white rendition i'm just saying tom would like hand-drawn maps okay Uh, all right can we can we give away a hand-drawn map during the show we absolutely can Okay. Hand. All right. You're putting me on the spot, man. Uh, well, got... we're, we're planning this right now. All right. So let me, I got to write that stuff down. Cause I got to look for some of this stuff. Either that, or I could send you an email after this. Stories from the trail. Coagler stories. Oh gosh. We went the dirt on the old tournament trail. Engine problem stories. Now Frank's in town to enjoy the hundred show. Sorry, <laughs> Nick. Stories from <laughs> your trail. your favorite paint jobs of all time. Alfredo Torres. We will get to that question here in just a second. That's a good question. I need to make sure I come back. Uh, there will not be a beer chugging competition between us, Zach. I'm not going to say that I would win. Hey, uh, but I would win. <laughs> Zach, Zach is uh, his home lake, 15 minutes from Lake Norman. It's where I stayed Ooh. in the open last year. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah I, I, when I went down there um, and filmed, I think I stayed at uh, Ty's place. Okay. There. Ooh, this is good. Robert, 
I don't know how you got into bass fishing, Uncle Frank. Can we do that for the hundredth show? Can you talk about how you got into bass fishing? Oh, absolutely. That is a great one. How Frank started. You guys won't even believe it. Okay. That's a good tease. There's Jerry. The same thing. Jerry question or view of how Frank got started. Uh, you guys will know that I was a sick individual in diapers. Will, uh, will either Frankie or Josh be able to uh, jump on live stream during that show? We can make that happen. Okay, just for just for a segment, that'd be a good one. Yeah, so, we'll make it happen for crying out loud. They're my kids. Yep. What hey, about if, if Josh do, if Josh don't want to jump on, I'm cutting them off. <laughs> and he's in college right now. So hey, he needs How's to the arm it. doing? Good. He's he's actually starting to uh he he faced three live batters the other day and and struck two out and the other guy had a little dribble ground out. I think he pitched uh, three batters. I think he threw nine, eight, ten pitches. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so he's he's getting his arms back, getting back. His velocity's going up. So yeah, he's doing good. He's working hard. They're both doing good. You got Frankie qualifying for yeah, Frankie regionals and championships year. and cash and checks and Josh pitching in college. Yeah, I got my fingers crossed, man. You know, all right. Uh, Shannon, Uncle Frank's top 10 lakes. Okay, you're writing all this down, man. Um, yeah, I because I'm 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 stuck on the story no, how I'm... I got started right now. Yeah, so. no, save that. That's how that's how my notes are. That's where my notes are going right now because you guys won't believe it. Uh, first fish story is kind of how you got started in it. Um, I, I don't recall the first fish I ever caught. Not not because my memory's poor. There's just been so many. Hey, uh, we never got to this on today. So if you listen to today's show, it was throwing uh, rattle baits winter early in the year. And Frank oh yeah, went, yeah. Frank went through how to uh, determine areas uh, that may potentially have shell beds on them, which are are money zones this time of year. Hold fish areas of it he had double you need to go listen to the show but we did not really you you talked about finding them uh but we did not go into what they actually look like on 2d and side imaging so when you see it you say hey that is what a shell bed looks like okay so side imaging um is really easy because it's going to show up as a bright white hot spot it's not going to show up like boulders it's just going to be a bright white hot spot um 2D sonar is a little trickier because your sonar has to be dialed in right to get the hard echo. A lot of the shell beds are going to be super shallow, so your 2D is not going to work. So the best thing to do is poke your rod down there. Um, But if you're doing deeper shell beds, uh, you could see it on 2D sonar. You're going to get a nice hard echo underneath that shell bed. Okay. But uh, the other thing too is if you're dragging, if you're dragging your rattle bait down there, if you're dragging that, you know, hard knocker down there, you're going to come up with shells on the hooks. You can't keep them off of it sometimes. Okay. Uh, your was... best smallmouth uh, story on Lake Erie. Oh man, that that day was spectacular. Okay, let me write that down. 
Okay, so if you guys want to have your have an idea, and I'm not saying I'm going to use it, but if, like I said, we have done entire shows based on emails, Matt, M-A-T-T, at BassZone.com, or DM me at Matt Pangrak, P-A-N-G-R-A-C, no spaces, on Instagram uh, with your ideas for what you would like to hear. Because, dude, it's the list, it's the listeners who make the show, right? Yeah. So and, they can and- kind of help make up the 100 show. Right. And that, and that's actually kind of good because act the shows are, the shows are about you guys and for you guys. So, so that's good. I mean, this is what it's all about. Listen, it's a, we'll use another word. It's a symbiotic relationship, right? Symbiotic. Yeah. There will like, be, no, like there Frank, will be- di- Frank dishes the juice in return. You help him out <laughs> on, you help him out on lure net. Keeps Frank around. Keeps, keeps keeps you guys catching fish, and that's how the that's how the, it keeps me around. Keeps Frank's bosses happy. Keeps the lights on here. You there guys you for minimal get hour of entertainment, a couple hours every single week on it, and it's there. You go. It's symbiotic. That's what cool. that's what symbiotic means. Isn't Kumbaya, it? man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like an economic ecosystem. An economic ecosystem? Yeah, in some fashion <laughs> or another. <laughs> That's a good question. Blaine wants to know, you ever fish Lake Superior? You know, I uh, let me think about this for a second. No, I have not. I got close, but I didn't go into Superior. Uh, Brandon Polinick found a UFO in Superior. Did he? Like a legit UFO on, on side imaging. It's a flying saucer with windows that's embedded into the bottom at an angle. I don't know if I should have said that. I've seen pictures of it from that tournament, and he was freaked out. I want to see that. It's it's a it's a UFO. Damn, I want to see that. Should I? Yeah, he's going to absolutely throttle you right about now. Why? Because <laughs> you let it out. You let the cat out of the bag. He's going to get a knock on the door from the CIA and the FBI confiscating his sonar unit. <laughs> That's great. I'm not kidding, though. That's cool. I wish I could have seen it. That would be That would be badass. I wish I could have saw that. I'm texting him about it. I know you are. I'm watching you live. That's the beauty of live. So yeah, so just get get some questions up so we could we could start rifling through them. I love to answer these questions. You guys could DM me too on Instagram, uh, scalish underscore fishing. Uh, um, Mac would like to know your comeback plan for the Elite Series. That would start out with divorce. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Matt Matt needs a medic. (laughs) Did not see that one coming. Um, You know, I I miss it really badly, guys. Um, There's a competitive fighter in me that that burns hard, man, but... uh, I, you know, I'm no, having a, I'm having a lot of fun doing this kind of stuff 
right now. And um, it's very difficult for me to put me back into the, you know, 238 days a year on the road. Um, I, I really like what I'm doing. I love doing this podcast. I love interacting with you guys. I love designing baits and colors and, and I'm doing my fishing videos. Um, you know, I just do, I, I would love to compete again, but, um, I, I just don't, you gotta, when you compete on that level, you have to put 120% into it. Okay. And when, and when I did it originally, I was so committed to it that I focused everything else out. Um, and now I've got a lot of stuff going on and I would have to get rid of it. And I don't want to, um, I really enjoy my life right now. I really enjoy what I'm doing. And there's, I, I get a lot of pleasure out of when you guys DM me and say, man, I listened to the show and I went out and I caught this or I caught that. Um, I love going to the store and seeing my lures on the shelves. You know, there's just a, there's a lot of things that I really like about uh, what's transpired in my life. And, um, you know, I'm not saying I'll never compete in Bassmaster again, but probably not the elites. Well said. Noble Newton would like to know, do y'all ever use the six to eight inch swim baits on bigger jig heads for deep smallmouth? You've never done a big bait show. No, I I've never done a big bait show. I, I got into, um, those big swim baits on Champlain for all you guys that want that. What's up, Mr. Bama. That's Bama. Oh, Bama. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Get out of here. He looked um, very unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. Um, so so I I I took the uh actually I was throwing a six inch bastrix on a jig head um on Champlain for small mouse. And I thought that that it was gonna be the be all to end all. And so the first ledge I pull up on, I chuck that thing out there and I'm slow rolling it back to the boat. And man, everything just stops. I lean into it and I got a giant freaking pike, giant pike. So I'm fighting the pike in, I'm fighting him in, I'm fighting him in, and he's got it choked. So I get him almost where I can manhandle him and he breaks me off. So I tie another one on. I go, go through the whole routine again. I work down the ledge a little bit. I fire it out again. Dude, I was on a pike pattern that would have made pike fishermen sick to their stomachs. They were absolute giant behemoth pike. And so I was obviously practicing for the Bassmaster event. So I said, I got to put this thing down because it's not helping mm -hmm. me out. And so I, I didn't pursue it uh, any further. Um, I do throw the, I do throw, um, five and a half inch swim baits on Erie and catch them on that. But I haven't really thrown the giant, giant ones. I kind of want to, I want to get a hold of Milliken and, and do something with him glide baiting for him. That'd be fun. It'd be just sick. Jamie juice, Newton, Frank and Matt, how do you force yourself to actually idle and Spend arduous time scanning structure, learning electronics, and not fishing. I can't do it, especially with live scope. 
You want to take it first, man? Yeah, or? I got a real easy answer. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate got, it. I, I, I don't listen. <laughs> listen, the way the way that I fish and my style, unless it's so like I probably spent more time behind the wheel at Oneida this past year than I ever have trying to find rock piles in the grass. I mean, I did. I spent three days and you I hated it. I the only reason that my bass cat has a uh sound system in it now is because of those three days. Like a, a man can have a lot of weird thoughts go through his head in three days of ice. <laughs> you gotta be really and good. And I was like, yourself. I need some red dirt. <laughs> and and then like I'd see Hallman and Hallman would have like turnpike troubadours on like eleven just cruising and i'm like damn i need a sound system in this boat so that's why i got it now but for the for the most part just the way that i fish and what i do i can't i'm not a josh douglas or a uh tim horton or one of those guys that just absolutely scan 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 i i don't do it i don't do it i can't do it it's not that i can't it's not that i don't know how i mean i know how i hate right. it i hate it i okay. hate it i hate it i hate it Okay, so now now I'm the complete one thousand million percent opposite. Um, I, I I literally can idle for days looking for stuff. Um, I I want to find the most obscure things you could find. I want to find things guys don't find, and the only way to do that is to spend time in the seat of that boat. You know, at twelve hundred RPMs. Um, that is. That is, I, I have I have literally practiced for um, some tournaments and for two days did absolutely nothing but idle, and and never even made a cast, and that's how and I have no problem with it. Like I don't think I'm wasting my time, is what I'm saying. Especially if I'm dialed in. Like when I know the fish are offshore, I'll spend a day day and a half idling finding stuff. And then I'll go back and I'll just check them real quick and I'll know if they're there. I'll know if they're not there. And if they're there, they get a mark in my GPS that I have to come back during the tournament and fish this one. And if they're not there, I just label it, you know, rock pile 22 feet. Mm -hmm. So I know what I got on the GPS. And then, and, and I don't have an issue with that because I absolutely, I love being off the bank. And I love looking for stuff. So, but I never found a flying saucer. Yeah, he found one. It was not on here. Uh, it was not on Superior. It was on Huron. Ooh. Um, is the word sequestering him? He has agreed to come on a regular uh, BTL show and tell the story. Outstanding. He actually has. Yeah, it's. It's real freaky. Can you can you give him my phone number and have him text me the picture of it? Yeah, I will. Um, so I would love to. Right, the only right, thing I, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. The only thing I want to see more than that is is Bigfoot. Oh, that that was the perfect segue because I'm not kidding. So he's booked on that show. I'm doing. You know, I've seen him, right? Oh, shut up. I can't tell the story. I think so, but he was dead, and it was a government cover-up. But I can't, <laughs> tell, <laughs> I can't tell the story right oh, and now. Oh, you're, and you're going to edit me for saying top secret. 
No, I can't tell the <laughs> listen, I can't tell the story now. This is gonna be a I've already promised. Okay. And so I've got I've got Polinick on it and I got Matt Stefan. And I got both of them saying, Hey, we're not giving that story to anyone else. And we're doing a strange, weird, bizarre show. There's some dude, like I said, you idle for four days. You find stuff. And you start seeing stuff on the bank. I mean, there's there's some weird stuff that's gone down, and there this oh, is we're gonna dive into it on a show. I don't care what people think. I could tell you some stuff I saw going on. Entertain, bank, educate, but... and engage. And this is <laughs> this is definitely gonna be the entertaining part. That's great. Listen, I'm not a Travis Manson. I'll I'll throw that out there right now. I'm still eating beanie weenies from the uh, power grid conspiracy theory that he had me bought it buy into a couple years ago. I mean, I got, <laughs> I got more canned goods in the garage than a Y2K prepper. You actually eat shit out of a can. Well, I, according to Travis, that was the only thing that you'd be able to eat after the world ended. That's exactly why that's never going in my body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the fishing questions. Oh, please, let's do, because I don't like where we're going. <laughs> uh, There's no question on my screen. <laughs> I know, I'm working at it. <laughs> Repost, Uncle Frank, can you elaborate on how you fish offshore on lakes like Toledo Bend, Rayburn, and other lakes with extremely large creek arms that are not current generated? Yeah, I can. You want me to do it right now? Yeah. Okay, let me see something here. Oh, get a, get a life. I got a map. <laughs> Guess what? You're fixing to get, you're fixing to be the main. Okay. There you go. All right, so here's the thing. Go back to his question. Put his question up first. We'll just leave it up there. Okay, Toledo Bend. All right, so I actually have a Toledo Bend structure fishing story. Okay, so on Toledo Bend, the first time I ever went to the lake, it was early in the year, and guys were catching some, some not many, very few fish shallow. The fish were in that, um, in Texas, there's a lot of pre-spawn that goes on offshore, where the fish start to gang up before they run up to the bank. So here's the deal, dude. You have to look at that map and you look at the big flats that go way out into the lake and then you follow those drains in because that's how the fish go in, all right? So when I was there, I was in the mouths of the creeks but on the main lake side. And if you and anyone who knows Toledo Bend, it's a flooded forest, okay? So when I was there, the trees were still standing above the water, the hurricanes and tornadoes, I mean, haven't knocked them off yet. Like right now, if you look at Toledo Bend, a lot of it looks wide open. That's because a lot of the standing timber got knocked down because of tornadoes and, and wind shears and stuff. So it's not, it wasn't like that when I was there first. So the first thing I did was ignored the trees because there was way too many of them to care about. Okay. It wasn't the unknown element in the lake. So all I did was look at the structure. So I said, okay, these big flats come out. There's good river channels going into the creeks. I got a bunch of different drains coming in. So let me start looking at the structure and not the trees. 
And I was catching them, believe it or not, the, in practice, I was catching them 18 to 25 feet deep and even some deeper than that. Wow. And, and good ones. All right. What happened was I was actually catching those fish drop shotting. I drew out with a dude from Japan that was here on a visa specifically to fish as a co-angler. So I probably drew out with the guy that invented drop shotting. Okay. Do you remember his name? I don't. Um, I just called him Hero because he told me to call him Hero. He couldn't speak very good English. He was a great guy. We got along really good. Um, and I fished with him a couple of times. I let him practice with me, and we had, we it, we laughed our asses off all day. So so I picked him up at his hotel, and I'm like freaking out because I go, this guy's gonna drop shot me to death because. <laughs> At the time, drop shotting was just coming into play here. Yeah, It wasn't a real thing yet. And so I wasn't 100% on this drop shot game. And But that's how I was catching them. So anyway, the long story short, we're driving to the ramp. It's pouring down rain. And I made a few jokes. And he doesn't respond to them because he didn't understand he didn't understand our nomenclatures and stuff that well. So about five minutes goes by and he starts cracking up and he goes, I get it. I get it. You funny guy, you funny guy. And I said, well, hero, I said, pay attention to me all day. Cause you could laugh all the way back to Japan because, because of his processing time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, so we go out there and lo and behold, I'm not catching the big, you know, four and five pounders I was catching. I'm catching all pound and a half to three Rats. pounders. And this dude is smoking my ever living brains out. <laughs> and I, and I, and I'm like, I go like this, you know what I mean? I just put my hands up. He goes, N -n 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 he, you know, cause he didn't speak English. So he's, he goes like that and he, and he points to his fishing rod and he goes, and then when you, the log, the timber down there, he goes, don't bring it over to the timber. He tells me, don't bring it over, shake it, shake it, shake it. So anyway, long and short of it is I weighed in an average bag. It wasn't mm -hmm. beyond extraordinary. The next day we had another set of tornadoes come through and they canceled the day. So I, so fish and I took off, uh, Fishburne and I took off. We went and ate, we played around all day doing stupid stuff. And the next day, I don't know what's going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's residual rollers rolling down the lake and they're giant waves. Now, all you guys know, I lived on, I live yeah, on, you lake can't Deer. get out of them on, on, Right, right on Toledo Bend. Like you have to be in the boat lane to get where you're going. And then a lot of the stuff, I mean, it's right. So you, you're relegated to being in that buoy stretch. Yep. So if, if that's the wrong way to take the waves, you're stuck with it. Yeah, you're eating them. Okay. So I said, there's no way. Cause I was catching them all the way down to the dam and, and we launched at the bridge and there was no way I was going to get there. And then when I got there, cause that's the way the wind was going, there would be no way I could fish it. And I knew that. So I, this is like kind of a non-boater story too. So I'm sitting in the boat on the third day because they canceled day two. I'm sitting in the boat and I got my paper map and it's all open. I got the whole map out. I'm sitting in the boat. I don't even have a fishing rod out. 
I'm sitting in the boat and I'm just staring at this map, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. I don't know where I'm going. I have no idea where I'm going. So the guy, my non-boater is like, dude, what are you doing? I go, I don't know. I'm looking for a place to go fish. He goes, what? I go, yeah, I can't go where I was catching them. It's going to be non-fishable today. I can't go there. So I got to find a place that I can fish. And he, and he's, and he's getting in my grill a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, dude, you're, you're just. Cause cool. this is back when they have co-anglers. Right. Co-anglers. And the co-anglers paid what, like a grand or something. It wasn't cheap for them, but there were some co-anglers that were like, Hey, I'm, I'm here to right. catch fish and make money. Right. So he, you know, he's like, dude, I have to get a check. And I'm like, yeah, well, I kind of do this for a living. So I kind of need one too. I'm not screwing around, dude. I'm trying to figure something out. So I figure I see I see a creek that I like that's semi-protected that I can get to. And I'm studying it because I want to see the contours in there. I want to make sure that I know when I get there because I've never seen it before. I've never even went to that end of the lake before. So we we blast off. I don't have a rod out. We blast off. I run down to that creek. I get in the mouth. I take the boat back, way back. I stand up a little bit while I'm I'm just on plane. I'm standing up and I'm looking, looking, looking. And um, I get back in my seat. I got it just going just to keep the boat on plane. And I'm just cruising down the creek, cruising down the creek looking. I go all the way to the back of the creek. I shut the boat down. I stand up. I'm looking around, looking around. I look at my map again. I go, okay. I run back to the mouth of the creek and I beach the boat. And he's like, what are you doing? Had to go, I go, you had to take a dump. I go, no, I go. No, I, 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 <laughs> I thought you were like, I'll be back in five. Yeah. Give me 10, dude. <laughs> I go, no. I said, I, I. I have to rig tackle. Nothing I have okay. on is right for this. It's pretty power pulls. Yeah. So I go, nothing I have on is right for this. So I, I, I pull my spinnerbait rod out. I cut the spinnerbait off. I go in my spinnerbait box. I'm actually building a spinnerbait on the water. I get it done. I, I rig it up real nice. I, I get a rattle bait out. I rig it up. I get two flipping sticks out. I rig them up. And I go, okay, we're going. He goes, where are we going? I go, right there. He goes, what do you mean right there? I go, dude, when we came in, I saw bait fish busting on that island. I said, we're going to go around it real quick with a spinnerbait. He goes, he goes you're, you're out of your mind, dude. I roll up to the island, dude. I caught a limit. Okay. So I catch a limit. I go, we got to go to the midsection of the lake. I saw a flat that came way out. We got to go fish it. Oh, and I had a swim bait on too. A Bastrick swim bait, to be honest with you. So I, I run out to the little flat. I get on the flat. I find some submerged timber, timber that's standing up but not poking through the surface real much. I chuck that swim bait out there. I'm slow rolling it. And, dude, the water just goes. And, and I go whack. The thing goes out of the water. I got no swim bait. It's gone. I'm like, holy crap. I grab my flipping stick, and I just pitched it right in the middle of the boil. And my rod, my line starts taking off. I reel down to it. Whoa, wham, dude, I got an eight pounder. So I was like, 
holy crap. So I so I fish I fish there for a couple more minutes. I don't catch any more. I go, come on, we got to go to the back. I said, I I saw some brush piles back there on the river little river channel bed. Let's go back there. I run to them brush piles. I flip fish out of every one of them brush piles and cold fish. And 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 they, they got we're done with the day. And I and I I over I overstayed my welcome in the creek. And I was running late. And I'm like, dude, we can't run these boat lanes back. I'm never going to make it. He goes, what, what are, are you crazy? I go, we're going straight across the middle of the lake. We're going to no. be, at, I go, we'll be, we'll be at the boat ramp in two minutes. Dude. No, you yeah. ran that where the humps are where dude, I ran straight no across way. the middle of the lake. That's like, you make ramp. that like three out of 10 times. I bet. Well, I made it once. And I only ran it once and I put that boat on plane dude and trimmed that thing up and was gritting my teeth the whole way across the lake. And I made it back to the wind. I had like a minute to spare. You know what I mean? But that guy, when we got back, that guy goes, you never fish here before. I go, this is the first time I've ever seen this lake, dude. And he goes, I can't believe you did that. He goes, because one day I'm catching them in, you know, 28 feet of water. And the next mm -hmm. day I didn't fish deeper than six. So you got to keep an open mind. So back to the structure question, because I'm way off base. It's a hell of a story to get to the map, Frank. I'm just going to point that out. I know, but, but okay. So this just happens to be perfect. So you see how this flat comes way out in the lake. Yeah. And then you got the, the river channel bend that comes in into the, into this point over here that you can't see because the map ran out into this point. This is the kind of stuff you're looking for. You're looking for this stuff right here. It's got a little high spot on it. This is exactly what you're looking for on that lake, dude. You just ignore the timber. You go there and you look for the big flats that come out with all the drains and the runs and stuff on them. And that's how you fish Toledo Bend. That was a long way to get to that map. That was <laughs> I'm just saying. It was a good story, though. It was a great story. James might even have a better. He wants to know who you hated on tour. <laughs> who was your least favorite professional <sighs> angler? Did you have beefs? Like, did you have, did you have beefs? Like, listen, oh. listen, we've oh. done shows. Like, I mean, beefs. listen. Uh, oh, is that Frankie laughing in the yeah. background? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have him stick his head in and say hi. Everyone knows who Frankie is. Hey, you got to stick your head in now you and say hi. Listen, if you're a cat or a dog that walks across the screen or if you're heard off screen, you have to stick your head in and say hi. So just give us a... Can he, can he, 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 he ran out for a second. He'll be right back. Stick your head in here and say hi. <laughs> What's up, Frankie? Hey, do, I don't even have that hoodie. Do you like that hoodie? Frank, do you like that hoodie? We just had a big discussion on today's show about the different quality. Of, of time, that's honestly. your favorite one? Is it kind of lighter weight, isn't it? Like kind of a sport hoodie? I can't hear. Sport hoodie? Yeah, it's a sport tech hoodie. It's it's good. All right, that was it. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear that at all. On your on your speaker? On your uh, um Oh, he's delayed. Yeah, it's delayed. Um, yeah. That's in case you just go completely off the rails. I could which could happen with this, which could happen with this question. Um, I uh, am not I am not going there. You don't have one story that you could humor us with and just say use Angler X. And then you'll have 380 people try to use deductive reasoning and figure out who Angler X is. I, I could tell you something that happened without mentioning names. 
and he will know exactly who he is. The floor is yours, my friend. I don't really want to do this. Okay, okay. we can move on if you don't want to. I'm not going to peer pressure you into anything. No, I'm I'm going to do it. So we 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 were fishing a tournament on Lake Norman, and I was catching them fairly decently. And I had this one area that I went in. Actually, it was a little pocket, and I went into it every single day. And I went into it every single day at the exact same time. And every time I went into it, there was not another angler there. In fact, I never saw another angler in there. Okay. Um, yeah, Clay, don't worry. I'm going to let him have it. So I never saw another angler in there. So it just... <laughs> Don't do it, Ryan. Don't do it. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm not mentioning names. Um, so far, the three guesses are Skeet, Ike, and KVD. <laughs> well, you're, you're they're 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 wrong on all all accounts. Okay, um, they're they're wrong on all accounts. So stop guessing, damn it, and listen to the story. So this is important. I, I, I was, I was never, I never saw another boat in there. And, and I went in there and I had some brush piles that were, they were in, um, exit <laughs> stage left, <laughs> um, brush piles that were in there. They were kind of, they were kind of, right. you cannot read comments and continue a story. No, you I can't. I you got just, one thing. You're either reading comments or you're telling a story. Okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get through this. So, so anyway, so I was just going in there and I, I was just going in there to, to hit. I had like five brush piles that I was going in there to hit. And and that was it. OK, so we're going to we're going to fast forward. The tournament is coming to a close. OK. And we're going into the last day and I'm in. Shit, I don't remember if I was in. You're catching them. Yeah, I was like in, I was like in tenth, and this other person who I can't mention was in like, I think seventh, and I could be wrong by a spot or two for each of us, but we were both very close. We were both close enough to make it happen. Okay, so what? Ha- so the tournament's over. Oh no, no, no! The tournament's not over. So this gentleman, this dude comes up to me and he goes, "Hey." We're fishing the same pocket. Can you let me have it? Oh, so it was Tommy Biffle. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's no surprise. You could have just said it at the beginning. Frank. It's not him. It's not Tommy. He's like, so, you're on you're you're fishing the South Bank. I'm fishing the South Bank too. You're like the South Bank is 75 miles. Tommy's right. like, what's your point? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's mine. So so I so I'm like, I'm like what do you mean you want to have it? You want to have it the whole day or, or, or what? I said, what do you want from me? And I'm going to, I'm going to slip and tell say the name. Cause I'm getting, no, don't, an, I'm getting don't, an. don't say the name. No, that's, I'm not this is all for the, the story. So, so he goes, you guys aren't going to believe the end of this story. So he goes, I just need it for two hours. I go, when do you want it? He goes, first thing in the morning. I go, you can have it for two hours. I said, I'm, I'm coming in there on the second hour, Mark, because that's when I come in there every single day. So I, so my, my thing was predicated on sunlight. I needed the sun to get up so the basket sucked into that brush. Okay? 
So, so I, this is the funny thing. So I go in there after the two hour mark, there ain't a soul in there and it's not a giant place where you can't see every single boat dock to the end of it. There's nobody in there when I get in there. Okay. So I go to my brush piles and I catch one. I go to the next one. I don't catch them. I leave. I got other places to go. Okay. So I wind up, I wind up finishing in the top 20. This guy winds up finishing in the top 20. Okay. On the way, we're leaving there, and I think we're going to Gunnersville. On the on the way to Gunnersville, I get a phone call from a radio station. They say, "Hey, dude, we're going we're going to go live. Can you get on at such and such a time?" I said, "Yeah, I'll make sure I got a cell signal." So I'm getting close to the time I got. I'm I'm getting close to the time I got to call in. They're going to put me on hold and let me listen to some of the show until they clue me in. Okay. Okay. So I find a place. I got a signal. I whip over. I call in. They go, dude, we're going to put you on hold. You can hear the show. Um, just sit tight. I said, I'm in. I got no. Wait, no- I got to pause you. You said at the two hour mark, you were going to the spot. It wasn't a guy named Mark. No. Okay, everyone on, listen, look at this. Everyone there's on the no, instant there's feedback. There's no clues. Just, there's no cl- Wait, just look at this. This is what's been going on. You don't see this. Someone's going, Mark Tyler? No. Scott Martin? No. Mark C? Mark Mark Davis? Mark Menendez? It has nothing to do with Mark, people. He was looking at the time mark. The time right. mark, like the two-hour mark, the not two, a mark. The, it's not a mark. It's not. It has it's, nothing to me. do with Mark. Did someone guess Mark Zona? Like they're like, no. hey, was Mark Zona? Look, <laughs> when did Zona fish that series? And there's it has nothing to do with anyone named Mark, people. Okay. You guys I had it, to do that because you don't see the comments, but I do it. It's a total it's, it's a not, gong show going on right can now. Can I finish this? No, I had to stop that because every mark in, that's ever it's fished not, was, was getting slandered. People thought you were on the bank with Mark Davis. No, it's not, it's not a mark. Trust me. It's okay, not. continue. Right where right where you left off. I just had okay. to clear that up. So I'm off, I'm I'm off the side of the road in a place where I have all the bars on my phone. I call in, they put me on hold. I get on and I can hear the show. Lo and behold, the dude that wanted the creek for the first two hours is talking on the show live and this is what i'm i'm listening to him and this is what comes out of his mouth oh i was sharing the same waters as frank and he was fishing it all wrong and i wanted to tell him so bad how to fish it properly and i am like i am gonna strangle him the next time i see him and he is he is literally lying out his ass okay because i never saw him in that pocket ever so when he asked me if he could have it i didn't even know he was ever there in fact i asked him i said what are you going there now and he goes no i've been fishing it every day and i go well, i haven't seen you in it ever oh we must miss each other but he goes on live radio and tells them he watched me fishing there and I was fishing it all wrong. Okay. 
So I wanted to punch him in the face. So here we are. We're on Kentucky Lake a few tournaments later. And I'm sitting there. I'm talking with Iconelli, um, and uh, and he comes up to me, and he's like, "Hey, dude, uh, can you help me out on Champlain? I've never been there." And I'm I'm like, "Are you are you serious?" So I go, "Hey, listen here, dude." I said, "Do you remember Lake Norman?" And he goes. <laughs> He goes, what do you mean? I go, you remember Lake Norman, the little pocket that you watched me fish, even though we never seen each other from the beginning of the tournament to the end? I go, you remember that little episode? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you let me have it in the morning. That was so nice of you. I said, here's the way I see it. I said, I don't owe you anything. If anything, you owe me. I said, so you could kiss my ass about Champlain. And I turned around and walked away and everybody's like, Ooh, he told you, he told you, you know, but I can't, I got to stop talking because I'm going to slip. I'm That's slip fine. Out dude. His name. We gained, we gained 50 viewers during that story. We're at 399. <laughs> you got to give one more. We got to hit 400. We got to hit 400. You give one more detail. I promise you someone tells someone and that goes up to 400. All right. I'm going to tell you who it was hey, right you, now. No, no, no. no. You, you text me guys. the guy's name and no. I'll live stream him in and then we'll hit 500. <laughs> you live stream him in right now. I'll and what we're stream him in right now. You're going to witness a crime on a podcast. <laughs> oh, you're going to try to get out, get at him through StreamYard. Oh yeah, no, I'm not oh, kidding no. you, man. And that ain't that's not the first that's not the first go around with that dude either. All right, folks. Um, I, yeah. I don't ever ask this, but that was uncomfortable for Frank to do, but it was also gold. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. It, it, look, the, it, thumbs it, it, up look. the video right now if you're watching this on YouTube. I don't ever ask for that stuff. I'm just that was telling, good stuff. I'm just telling you right now, it took every ounce of me not to mention his name. And and here here's the news alert, guys. <laughs> Definitely Mark Jeffries. <laughs> here's the news alert. Okay, it is absolutely nobody you guys mentioned, and a lot of the guys that you mentioned uh, were solid. Yeah, give so a thumbs up on that. Like you go back to the deal and and thumbs up it. Like hit the thumbs up. Like the thumbs up in the comments are fantastic. I was misunderstood because now we're just getting like massive amounts of thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> like that's much appreciated greatly ken curly steve what are we talking about on the on the actual youtube oh my gosh you guys are bringing it you're bringing the beast out of me again man. oh that was that was legendary you're bringing man. The my, beast my, out of me. oh my ear my ear my headsets are sweating i've never i've never <laughs> had 20 ears before i'm They're just sweating. i'm just telling confused. you I'm just telling you that was absolute bullcrap. I, I when I was listening to him live on the radio, throw me under the bus, and it was a flat out bold faced freaking lie. And I'm so happy that I got to put him in his place at Kentucky Lake in front of all his buddies. So yeah, that, that was listen. Funny. This is a, this is a story. Listen, I've gotten into this before. You can be, in my opinion. 
you can be a really good guy and get into it on the water to an extent. Uh, it's fishing is weird. So like, let's take, let's take like Bob Probert or, uh, 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 any of the hockey guys, right? The only difference is there's an arena and they have a helmet on and they're, they're not friendly on the ice, but they no, no. get off the ice and they're completely different people. But right. no one says, Hey, this guy's got multiple personalities. They're like, that. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what they would do. They're like, Hey, this guy is a competitor. He, he right. agitates, he blah, blah, blah. And then look at what he does in the community and how amazing he is with the fans and everyone right. loves him at all-star week and all that. Right. So if you're going to consider bass fishing, a professional sport, just like you do hockey, just like you do a pitcher who beans some dude in the back and blah, 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 but it's different and can go eat a steak with the dude that he hit afterwards. It's seems like the guys in fishing, it's like, Oh, you, you, you did. And I struggle with this too. It's like, Hey, where does the competitive and the right and the wrong, and where do you take the off well, water stuff and then combine it with the off the water stuff? And if you're a, a jerk on the water, does that make you a jerk off the water? Or do you look at it as, Hey, this guy is super competitive. You see where I'm coming from with that, Frank? Yeah. But sometimes you're, you're an idiot. You're an idiot off the water and on. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this. There was no reason to lie because I never saw the dude ever. And so there was no reason to lie. And he lied on radio live against me. I hear you. He told, he told an absolute bold face, flat out freaking lie. You got people that are right now, as we speak, looking up standings, feverishly trying to figure out. Right. But, but here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't tell you what year yeah. it was. And also I could be wrong on the placement, but I will say this. We were probably only four places apart, five places apart. But man, I was livid. Anyway, what else we got? <laughs> what, what are we going to call the after? Dark? Listen, this is Fra Uncle Frank unglued. This is Uncle Frank unglued. This is what we're doing. So we're doing this six times throughout the year. These are for the like the listeners who listen to to day four. We're going to go six times in the evening. That's the beauty of having the studio at my house and taking all this time. And it will get better. And there will be more guests and more cool stuff. I might have to do the UFO Yeti show at night. Cause that might require. And a, yeah, a Dr. That, Pepper that would require, but that. we're going to do this six times a year. So we'll do this in March and we'll do this in May and we'll do this in July and we'll do this in October right. and then we'll do it in December again. So it'll be uh, a blast. Well, this is yeah. going to be a blast. It, yeah. You see, it's a little looser. We're not, I mean, we get into, you know, some things, but we're not really, we're not diving in heavy hard. All right, if you guys have any other questions for uncle Frank, I'm trying to keep up with the uh, instant feedback, but it's, you know what I need? I need an intern. That I, can, <laughs> I need an intern. And here's what I'll say about that. I will treat that intern so well because I was that intern. And you Jeffrey were. was like, hey, here's 5,872 photos from long distance. And I need you to categorize that into 111 different anglers in the next 30 minutes. You just, you just blew your chance of getting an intern. <laughs> no because that's what i went through i don't take photos anymore i said i'll treat them 
I know what it feels like to be the intern. Yeah, you do. So you, I can sympathize. I can sympathize. You were there from the beginning, Matt. No, no. Jeffries was Jeffries had been established when I was there. I, I, I started interning in 2007. Oh, yeah. You guys got my blood going, man. I got a million of those stories. Uh, do you have any <laughs> others that you'd like to share with us? No, uh, not, not, not at this moment. If not, we can get to a question from Frank Sal that will really put things back on track. He would like to know the difference okay. between a shoal and a reef, which I would like to as well. Okay, so... So re realistically, they're one in the same. It's people call that people call them the same things. Uh, and actually, a reef is uh, like a coral reef in the ocean. So what we have mostly are shoals and glacier deposits. Um, but you could call them either way. They, they it means the same thing. It's just a uh, you know a rise in the bottom, is what it is. But um, you know, I I don't call them reefs. Um, so do you know, you know i mean you, i don't call them shoals listen you mentioned something and i'm i firmly believe this this is the main reason why btl day four happened so you know you and jeffries were cool do you remember when you first met jeffries yeah i'm I, i'm gonna guess it was my rookie year um i won rookie of the year and made the classic on the because you you two are either people who would hate each other instantly or get along famously instantly. There's no in between with the personalities between you and Jeffries. It's like, it's, it's one or the other. Would you right not now, agree? Yeah. A hundred percent. No, we got, we got along really well. Um, you know, we got, we got along really well. And, um, I just, when I, when I came into the sport, um, I advanced fairly quickly before, before I plateaued a little bit. So, it was decent. I mean, I got, you know, I, I had a lot of notoriety mm -hmm. um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, you know, I, the story that I just told, it looks like I'm really hot headed and um, competition. I mean, dude, you're, I, one of the very, top hunter. you're trying to, you got three kids at home. You're trying right. to freaking make a living, right? I'm very competitive on the water, but the thing I don't do is take other people's fish pull in on other people and lie and and so i have a very low tolerance for that because if i could live like that so can so could they um and so i i don't take crap on the water when i was competing i didn't take any crap on the water and i didn't care who they were i didn't care what names they had i didn't care who they were um i would go right off on it and, um, and, and not, not that, not that I'm a tough guy. Um, it's just that I'm fighting to feed my family just like they are. But if I can do it without being an ass, so can they. And, and, and so that's, that's, you know, that's where I'm at with that. Dude, this is out of control. Nate Wilson would like your son to tell people what the guy's name rhymes with. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't know where Frankie went. It was a Frankie matter of just the story. I appreciate it. Cla Frank, that was a classy way to tell it. Like, this is entertainment. You have to understand, people, this happened 15 years ago? At, at least. Because I'm not going to, I'm not putting a time frame on it. <laughs> at least 15 <laughs> years ago, people. Like, this is just an enjoyable story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I just, I, you know, I, I look, I'm over it. 
<laughs> ah, now you're Maybe. lying. Now you're lying to 396 viewers. Okay, I'm not. Right. I'm, I, 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 let's just move on. All okay. right, JT, JT is going to put some ulcers in your uh, boss's stomach with this one. Your favorite Norman Lure no longer made. And do you have the power? He just said, and will Frank bring it back? Which I'm assuming JT believes you have the power yeah. to snap your fingers and it will be done. I have the power to bring it back, but it's not discontinued. Uh, my my favorite my favorite Norman Bates are basically the Fat Boy, the Middle End, the Deep Little End, DD Twenty Two, and the NXS is growing in my favor as well. Um, I know what you guys are talking about. You're probably talking about the Front Runner. Um, Front Runner was a great concept. It worked. I've caught fish on it. Um, but not enough to say I got to have a front runner on my spook at all times. Um, so no, there's nothing that I would want to bring back, but I tell you what I, I am doing. I'm bringing back some old colors that are very important in the bass fishing industry that need to come back. So I am bringing back some retro colors. Those colors will be a lure net exclusive. I will always announce them on uh, BTL, um, before they come out, so you guys will be ready for them. It's not a million colors. It's a handful. And I'm bringing them back because I still use them to this day. I still catch fish on them to this day. And they're very important for Norman. So so that's that's the, the Norman thing. Realistically, Fat Boy, Middle End, Deep Little End, DD22, NXS, I'm a happy camper. I got all I need. I don't need anything else. So uh, that's the story with Norman. But colors, I am bringing back some colors. And I'm creating some new ones, too. Hit 400. Nice. Put out a little thank you. I've had, I've had fun. We got some great questions. It's it's been a blast. I mean, the, the night show, the night shows are a little bit different because they're a little looser. Yeah. Um, and we can be. Um, you and know. Listen, I'm not, I don't, I don't exactly know who all is live doing what on every single night, not trying right. to step on anybody's toes tonight, but we just do Thursday in the morning. Makes sense to do it. it now, now moving forward, there will not be a Thursday morning show from then on. We had to just make sure since I didn't start the live shows until January 9th, that we hit a hundred when right, we, we hit a hundred. Right. Cause we had a date. We have a date already planned out. All the travel arrangements are already made. So we had to make sure our hundredth episode is January 26th. Yeah. Now, um, now I'm not saying we're not going to do some unnumbered episodes while you're in, while you're here. We, we mm -hmm. might, we, I mean, we hell we might, we might clean crappie till 1030 at night and then hop on. Hey, we're going to talk about the crappie thing in a minute when we get off. Okay. All good right. or bad? Oh, great. Super okay. good. Super good. So, uh, okay, questions. Let's go. Oh, so Robert Robert was trying to actually, like, make you short circuit. Because you yeah. were all fired up about the story. Yeah. And then, and then as soon as it ends, he throws out, so, Frank, did you get your boat fixed? <laughs> I mean, that it might be the most cold-blooded question in the history of day four with Uncle Frank. Robert, you are you are cold-blooded, dude. You are a viper. You are like a viper. Um, yeah, you know, the long and short of it is my boat is fixed. 
Um, the sad thing is uh, there was a couple of tornadoes that went through that exact area, and I haven't been able to communicate with um, my mechanic. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's yeah, so, yeah, so it is know. what it is. You'll yeah. handle it when you cross it. Uh, good question. Any chance Todd could live stream in on the 100 show? We talk about your prop guy all the time. Yeah, I could have Todd stream in. Yeah, have him stream in. We talk about him all the time. He's a blast, dude. I I got I got to be honest with you. Um I I split the cow with him. Uh that the cow we got, I split it with him and we went to we went to pick it up. Wait, is this a metaphorical cow or are you talking about an actual cow? The actual cow, the beef that's in my oh, freezer. I that. thought split the cow was like one of your Ohio sayings. No, it's <laughs> like I split the cow with him. Oh, hey, Dave Forsher split the cow. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, though, does it not? Well, I, I'm not sure how it's going to make sense. I'm going to like, leave uh, that you one know, we really, I just split the cow with them. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not an Ohio okay. term. That's not an Ohio term. Um, okay. And we went down to we went down to pick it up, and um, I said, "Dude, let's just bring my truck because we're actually we're actually hauling a cow and a half." And um, Sean, let's hear some anger stories. <laughs> Wait a second, oh. a cow and a half. Yeah, so we're picking up a cow and a half. So we've got like you know I don't know over a thousand pounds. So I said, "Dude, let's just bring my truck because because we could we could." Uh, we could put it in my truck and not your minivan. All right. And he's like, no, we got, we, I forget. What's the van. What's the van on uh Scooby-Doo called the magical mystery. What, van yeah. Whatever the, the magical. So Todd's like, well, now we're taking the magical mystery machine. It'll be great fun. And I go, dude, we're going to bottom the thing out. We're putting a thousand pounds in the back of it. You know what I mean? And, and sure, sure than crap, dude. We're loading all this beef in this car and it's, we're like Sanford and son. It's stacked from the floor to the ceiling and the, the car's leaning down. You know, we're moving the meat to make the car bail. It was the funniest, funnest thing. And we made, we made like a day of it. <laughs> it, was, it was so it's much right. fun. Comfortable. We'll go back to that for a second. I like that. Cause then I can kind of do my thing over here what this view this view. yeah 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 you're still big and we weren't mapped out and you had already off air you had been like hey if i'm not showing a map i would like to be normal yeah I, I like i like how it is right yeah. there nate uh penger needs to get frank buzzed up on show number 100 and to spill <laughs> the beans dude i i have i have store too many stories that would fry too many people uh, what is your out. time frame for tonight because like i said i i've i got nothing else here i gotta walk five feet dude i i i gotta rachel's walk not upstairs going if he's not up here in 15 minutes it's the frying pan on the top step no, well no she's kind of screwed because this office is is attached to my bedroom oh am i keep we keeping her up no she could go to another room she'll be fine <laughs> Okay. Uh, serious question. Okay. Andrew would like to know what type and size of line do you use on your flash mob? Okay. So here's the deal. Um, I throw it on 17 pound fluoro and I have a rod with 50 pound braid just in case. Cause I've seen times where the fluoro outperforms the braid and times where the braid outperforms the fluoro. Okay. So that's, 
pretty much it. I throw it on a seven and a half foot Powell uh, medium heavy, which would be a 764 endurance. If you guys want the actual name and remember, and remember you got a you, discount. Yeah. It's a capital uncle Frank, all one word. And it if works. You, and it works if you go okay. to Powell's website, but you got to use the discount code or it won't work. Okay. And what's the model number that you it's throw a with? It's a 764 Endurance. So that's it's, one of those that you just go, you buy one, you spend a couple hundred bucks on it, and you got your A-Rig rod. Yeah, except that I use that rod for a lot of things. I have probably five of them. Um, I, I use them for spinner baits too. Um, I love it for spinner baits. And I throw my Super Spooks and Super Spook Juniors on it too. Okay. It's a great, it's a great, it's, it's a, it's a great universal rod. Um, my, my 806s are specifically for, uh, flipping and pitching and punching mats. All right. I got to get caught up here. I got one <laughs> of the little mouses with the middle. Well, I gotta be careful with that. With the middle. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be careful <laughs> with the middle thing. Like, I don't know how people use mouse that don't have the middle little scroll bar. Yeah. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. Um, see my mouse has the middle thing too. <laughs> Peter long with just a more of a history question. Jeffrey's once mentioned someone winning a year's supply of land to lakes butter. Do you happen to know who that was? Mrs. Buttersworth. <laughs> <laughs> I do the FLW dude. This is all week. All I've done is like FLW retro show. So, Brett Height and I made an actual list of all the team deals we could remember. And unfortunately, I forgot the Jacob Perosnik Snapple deal and the BF Goodrich deal. Anyway, do you remember when they did the year supply of Lando Lakes? Uh, no, I, I don't remember that. I, I do not remember that at all, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, BPD Ken is saying, holy cow, if I'm sticking around this long, you give it away anything at the end of the show? That's his we're, way of saying. We're, yes, we are. We're oh, giving we are? away humor and entertainment. <laughs> okay. Um. Uncle Frank. Okay, here's one. Aaron says, Uncle Frank, here in Utah, where the bass fishing is subpar. Best advice to catch biggest bass in our reservoirs. Big swim bait. Yeah, I, I mean, do you have you ever even stepped foot in Utah? No, I, I, I haven't. Um, you know, the the thing is, is I would I would need a lake. I would need a lake, and I would have to look at the map, and I can tell you exactly uh, what's going on. Aaron, text, comment back, and not tell me the name of the lake, but are the lakes really super clear and canyon type? Reservoirs, or are they kind of flat, flatland reservoirs? Uh, well, let's just assume. I mean, I don't. Really okay, so here. Okay, so here. I'll just answer it myself. Um, so if, if there's steep canyon reservoirs, uh, you're going to be a little more finessey. Um, except there could be some exceptional topwater bluff fishing that goes on. Lake Powell. Okay, um, so you're going to have to get a little finessey with those fish. There are times and some of the flatter uh, areas of the lake where I don't and I don't know how much um, 
buck brushes in those flats anymore. There used to be a lot of it. Um, in the spring and stuff, you could get by with throwing jerk baits and stuff around those flats with the buck brush on them. Um, you can get finesse with them in there. It's just going to be a matter of understanding this. It's all about depth in that lake. It's all about the depth. Once you figure the depth out, you can find all kinds of different structural elements within that depth range, and the lake will start to get smaller for you. <laughs> Humor and entertainment is just perfect. Got my January Bank and Creek bag today. Number 252 picture. Spot on, dude. Keep it up. I got. I, in fact, I, I had them. I had them right here. I think I still have. They're right here. They're still guessing who you got in a beef with. Yeah, they could keep going. Let them and keep guessing. They're still guessing people they mark. It's not Mark. <laughs> it's not a Mark. Well, I don't know what I did with them. You got him somewhere. I. Whatever. My ears are. I don't know why. I need like. I need like headsets that have because like built-in because you're, you're all you're all amped up. Get dude. this, get this built-in ear conditioners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake! I can just see what the hundredth episode is going to be like. All right, William Jackson, I'm going to Lake Erie for the first time in late July as a co-angler. Six rods, I should take. Go. Ah, uh, you should bring a tube. You should bring a drop shot. Bring something you could throw a heavier Ned rig with. Um, so that's three. Are those all spinning or bait casting? The those tubes? are, is that those, a, are those even are the all, tube. Those are spinning. I mean, I, I throw I throw my tube on a bait caster and a spinning rod. You don't have to throw a tube on a, a spinning rod. Um, I would bring a spoon rod for sure um, because I don't know how your pro is going to fish. And um, I mean, should know, he not have a frog rod in case he draws someone who just gives up? Well, but here's the problem. Okay, I don't know what part of Lake Erie it is. So if he's in the if he's in the the eastern basin, the western basin, central Lake Erie um, makes a difference. Central Lake Erie, there's not going to be frog fishing for them so okay. you know and and you know six rods is fine um you you could literally get away with a tube a drop shot and a ned rig so three yeah and then a back couple backups couple backups now like a, get, something with a spinner bait jerk bait deal that time of year or crank bait deal or not uh the, the, the crank like a bait, bait caster with 14 on it the crank bait could play uh, the jerkbait could play. Jerkbait by July is winding down, but I can't say you can't catch him in July on a jerkbait because I have. But um, it just depends where he's going. If you have, if you know the area you're going, and there is an opportunity for a largemouth fish fishing, then you're going to need a flip and stick and a topwater frog. Not 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 like mm -hmm. well, spook will work too. That's good um, stuff. You know, but it just depends where you're going. You got to look at the tur you got to look at the area. If you have a large mouth faction, you need two large mouth rods. Let me make sure I haven't missed if he posted where exactly he's Sandusky. Yeah, you're gonna have to bring a, a large mouth, two large mouth rods. 
Um, Mark uh, Marini just said, hey, my name is Mark. Should I be concerned? Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, that's the guy. <laughs> James Lopez, is it true that Frank was in a rock band when he had a mullet? It's absolutely false. <laughs> that is absolutely false. Are you musically inclined at all? No. You can paint baits, though. Yes, I could paint baits, and I was good at a lot of things. Oh, while we got a bunch of people on, you'll be at the Classic, 100%. I will, I will be. I'll, so, be at, I'll be at the Classic. Um, we have a meeting place. It will be somewhere near in or around the Sunline booth, or where Sunline is. Does that sound good? Yeah, that's good. That's All good. Right. We'll have way more details when this gets closer in March. Frankie will be running around there too with his buddy Ryan. Heck yeah. So that'll be a, that, yeah, it'll be a fun trip. It'll be a fun trip. Peter has uh the Bank and Creek bag number one with the one hundredth drawing. Dude, you got number one? But he got the hundredth drawing. Oh, the hundredth drawing. I got you. I got you. All right. Uh let's take a couple more questions and then wrap this thing up. How's that sound, Frank? I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I said I got some real I don't know why my ears are just pouring sweat. I could I'm gonna have to ring out my headphones. I don't want to say anything, but that that dude that disgusts me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Oh, oh gosh. That's so funny. Uh, all right, let's let's end on a good one here. Yeah, I could just imagine. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. This is a great one. Stuart C. Frank, when you're punching, punch skirt, no punch skirt, what size, style, weight, and hook style? Oh, that's three. beautiful. That's a great one to end it on. Okay, that's beautiful. No, I do not use a punch skirt. Um, I punch a soft plastic. My favorite punch bait is the Yum uh, Money Craw, mm -hmm. Spine Craw, Christy Craw, and um, any beaver style bait. I use 50-pound braid. I use an, an 806 Powell Endurance. And I th I, I'm punching those baits with, believe it or not, a 2-watt. And I'm throwing it on a uh, Mustad Ultra Point Megabyte. There you go. Is that specific enough? That's that specific really enough, guys. <laughs> Frank, Frank. Uh, well, I have. I'm. I do it all the time. But Frank has done over three hours of live streaming today on BTL. Frank, <laughs> thank you. Oh, very much for jumping on. I love it. Uh. And now for the name of the guy, the angler. The name of the angler. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna end. It. We're gonna end it on a good note, guys. Uh, the listeners, the viewers. Uh, this has been awesome. I, I wasn't sure what to expect going live for the first time uh, in the in the evening. Um, because I watch a lot of the live stuff in the evening too. Yeah, same here. That goes I've, I've on, actually, but... yeah, I've actually done some of Travis's at night. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, yeah, uh, well. you guys are awesome. The comments, the listeners. Show number one hundred next Thursday, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. Frank Scalish in studio, following the show. The drop 
the long-awaited year-plus drop of color number seven, plus additional giveaways, Uncle Frank secrets, stories that have not been told. And then I'm also going to slap a GoPro in the bass cat. We're going to jump on the lake. We're going to catch crappie. We're going to catch bass. We might go live later in the night. Who the heck knows? Uh, Mark Jeffries is going to be a part of it. Your kids will be a part of it. Uh, Todd, the prop guy, is going to be a part of it. All sorts of stuff. 100 episodes in. I'm looking forward to it, Frank. It'll be great. It'll be great. All right. This has been another edition of Day 4, which we're calling Night 4, with the man, Frank Scalish. Join us next week for show number 100. We are out of here. Yes, end it, Frank. Remember. Merchandise available. We got it. Click on the shop DTL tab. High quality stuff. Frank demanded the high quality stuff. I was like, there's no way they're going to pay 60 bucks for a hoodie. I was wrong. You got to have good. You got to have good clothes, man. I couldn't wear it tonight because I would have been sweating profusely from other places other than my earlobes. Oh, God. We'll end it on that. See you guys on Monday on BTL. Later. (laughs)